You're listening to Leading with a Brave Heart, a podcast to help professional women build the confidence to lead with their hearts so that you can lead with confidence and compassion. I'm Michelle Johns and my mission is to help you find yourself instead of fixing yourself. I'm really glad you're here with me. Now onto the show. A few weeks ago, I talked to you about the first 30 days in a leadership role and how you could do more listening and less talking, more observing and less doing. In this episode, I want to talk to you about your first 90 days. This is something you can have planned out before you start the role, ideally, or if things move fast, you can work this out in the first few weeks while you're practicing the listening and observing. If you haven't listened to that episode, it may be worth going back because I go into that deeply. It's a couple of episodes ago, whereas today's Um, podcast focuses on the first 90 days more holistically, meaning you could cover off this list I go through and tick them off over time. Now, there's so much to learn as a new leader, and there can be a lot of overwhelm. And this is relevant if you're leading a team for the first time, or if this is a new leadership role early in your career as a leader. Now, there is a lot to learn during your whole career as a leader, but it does get easier just to let you know. And the things you learn along the way serve you in your next role. Some common things that are specific to your transition could be whether you are promoted to a new leadership position in your team, or if you've stepped up into your manager's role, or if you're going to another organization as a new leader or into a new leadership role. These will present some different challenges, and I may do some specific episodes on the different types of transitions in the future if I hear back that people would like to hear about that. Or you personally could always book in a session with me on your particular challenge. Now, as an example here, if you have been promoted to a position in your existing team, you will need to reset relationships with the people who used to be your peers. So for the first 90 days, you want to set some goals and intentions as a first step. Um, to be or feel comfortable with a new routine, understand your team and who they are, how they perform and establish new relationships with your team, your new peers and your new leaders. In terms of intentions, uh, it could be to listen first, be curious or be open-minded, wipe the slate clean um, in terms of what you think of other people or be vulnerable or be a little open about who you are with your team and to hold to your values is a really good intention. So note down what you think will serve you well in this new role. Now, secondly, um, based on these goals and intentions, do some early planning. What will it look like? When will things happen? Put it in your calendar. Allow time for breaks to to 
be able to absorb everything, um, allow for interruptions. You're now a leader. You might get interrupted a lot with your staff and your new leader and allow for thinking time. Do some planning around what projects you will work on. Do some planning around your full task list. I have a lot of resources around this, but you could create a big, long task list and then just start to break down over the 90 days how that could be done. It might be weekly tasks and so on that you're taking on in this team as well. So do some planning around weeks, around months and the first 90 days and make sure that you do some planning around the meetings you need to have. Uh, Now, this planning, do some initial planning around, you know, do a bit of a shell here as a second step, I guess, if you're doing it in in steps and think about what you think would the the 90 days would look like so that you can say, oh, I won't have enough time for all of it. I'll have to prioritize things and put some things into a longer term list. And then as you go through the rest of these steps, you can go back and refine the plan and put more detail into it. So thirdly, you want to review and set your values. Now this depends if you have done this before. So identify what your values are if you haven't already done this or you've done it before, but you're not sure if it's accurate. You haven't done enough self-reflection. So really think about what you stand for if you like because to be seen as a leader people need to know who you are and what you stand for and what your expectations are people will be looking to you for that to know you to predict your behavior so people will look to their leader and they want to predict how they're going to behave in different situations and so if you're consistent and clear with that because it's aligned to your values it will give people that prediction if you like so they'll know how to conduct themselves around you or to um, what you're expecting from them so that they know whether they'll be rewarded um, at the end of the year or along the way and also promoted one day themselves And when things get challenging, your values are what will guide you. When you have a difficult situation, you want to check in that the way you're responding is aligned with your values because under pressure, you will revert, you may revert to some habits that you formed or things that you've seen from other leaders. So for example, for me, I have a value of compassion. Now, in my career, I often took what a manager told me to do when I asked, I've got to have this difficult conversation, what should I do? And they told me how they would do it based on their values. And then when I tried to have the conversation, I realized I wasn't leading that conversation with compassion. I was uh, leading it from a task perspective. And I, the way I ended up having the conversation was to show some more compassion and ask more questions of that person, how they are and what's going on for them. So your values become your guiding light and they define your leadership brand. And we talk about a lot about creating your leadership brand and I work with people on it, but it's how you show up and what you do day to day that defines it, not what you've got written down on a piece of paper. So if you get stuck and you're overwhelmed and you're hearing different things from different leaders, take a step back and think, And ask yourself this, would your future self look back and be proud of that decision or the way you showed up or the action that you took? Because you might get a lot of advice 
and mentoring and so on and it's not really aligned with your values and sometimes it takes a fair bit of courage to stay true to your values so you can ask yourself that question before taking action now that is about setting those values and giving you a reason there why it's important and then fourthly check um, or create your check-in so schedule time with your leader to check in in those first 90 days and obviously there'll be one at the start as well um, with your team and with your peers as well the important one here is also to schedule check-ins with yourself because the 90 days will go fast and you'll be already at the end and you won't have checked in am I meeting my plan am I going am I still aligned with my intention have I achieved the goals I set so have check-ins at the 30 60 maybe even um, halfway through 60 and 90 to see how you are going. So check in with yourself is really important, but also the other people around you. So with your leader, you may want to have an initial meeting to set expectations with your new leader, or it could be the same leader and um, you're in a role that's been created. So it's important to be on the same page. So asking them what uh, the expectations you have of me. What is the scope of my job? Will and will it be evolving, or um, so that you already know you can build out a plan for as the job increases or changes that you can take that into account. You can also, depending on their role in this, you can ask them what are the team goals, um, what processes you need to be aware of, and um, get a bit of a people handover. So how are the team performing? What are their strengths, their, their areas of opportunity and all of those things? Remembering here to caution this and do your own assessment. Don't necessarily take everything that you hear as the truth because it is always a perception and the relationships and the dynamic of the previous manager and the team could be different to yours. So take that, take it into account then I talked about this in the first 30 days um, podcast episode is about doing your own assessment and your own view of the team. And it will look very different with you because you're going to be very different to your manager on most most occasions. So um, the point of this initial meeting with your leader is to find out and agree what success looks like and then have check-ins with that leader throughout the 90 days and schedule them in. Now, with your team, um, it's really about getting to know them as separate people and then how that they work together um, and also being able to identify those strengths that you may have found out from the previous leader, but you might ask them what their strengths are, what their challenges are and what skills they have. And then you can look at all of the team and this is where you come in and your value it can be added is how does everyone work together is there some opportunities there that this team hasn't had in the past because they have now have your perspective and your strengths and your skills so just thinking about how you could use that 90 days to understand the team and really even thinking about what improvements you could put in not necessarily straight away as we talked about but throughout um, you know throughout your tenure in that role 
And this can be where you can add some more stuff to your plan. You might think, well, I'm going to run a team day. I didn't want to run it in the first 30 days because I wanted to do this assessment. And now let's get together as a team. Maybe we'll use one of those assessment tools to get together and show how we all bring different strengths to the table or something like that. So this um, time is to learn more about the team and also have schedule one-on-ones with the team so that you can get to know each other, create the trust and so on. Uh, The communication here is really important and we know that communication is the listening, the paraphrasing and also being open um, with your team as well. You also want to establish some meetings and check-ins with your peers. Now your peers, they'll want to know that you're capable and that you're reliable in the team. And even more importantly, they'll be looking to find out if you fit in and what it will mean to their existing dynamic. We all know when we get a new team member, we are looking to see, will they be part of the team or will they uh, be um, very different or, you know, how is this going to work and so on. So this can be unconscious. Um, We all know that teams who have diversity in the long term work better or achieve more, but people initially don't want things to change. They like, potentially they like the dynamic of their team already. And this person coming in is going to disrupt that. So when a new team member comes in, this can be an unconscious thing where people are looking for how you will fit in. So being mindful of this and be curious about what they value in their existing dynamic and to consider how any of your difference could break differences could bring value or strengths to the team so that you can address that. So practice your listening and asking questions here before launching into what value and strength you bring. But um, it's really helpful if you're able to be really mindful here about that changing dynamic. Um, And fifthly, let's talk about the mode of operating for yourself in this new role. So in the 90 days, you can start to work out how you want things to operate. How will you manage tasks, projects, team meetings, one-on-ones, and um, what existing processes are already in place that you can use, leverage, or even improve? So it's really good to use that 90 days to figure out the way you're going to operate to uh, have the most impact or deliver the team goals and, and uh, achieve what the team needs to achieve. Now, a little note for you. You will need to dedicate uh, less time to the doing work or being a contributor to the work and more time to leading the team, being a leader and a manager. Now, this is relevant if it is the first leadership role you're going into. And this will all depend on the size of your team and the expectations set by your manager. Sometimes your manager wants you to be doing a lot of the task work as well. And and it's really good to set expectations with your manager around that because they may want you to deliver the same work and lead five people. Well, that conversation needs to happen very quickly that it's almost impossible to do that in the same time that you have in a day, unless you're going from three days a week to five and you're doing the same work, uh, you're not likely to be able to achieve everything. So in your first 90 days, set aside 
time to do the leading aspect. Now, this could be 25 to 50% of your time when you first start in a leadership role. And that's if you've got, say, five people reporting to you. So you need to think about how much time it's going to take you with one-on-ones, the systems that you have at your workplace that you need to go in and maybe approve things, um, what type of activities you do as a as a leader, do you supervise, do you need to guide, do you need to train? So you need to think about that time. And then my suggestion is for your first leadership role, sort of allocate the time in your diary, use different color codes if you like to track the time you spend on your leadership and also um, set the expectations around the timing. And if, and as I said before, have this conversation with your manager around what, what percentage of time is expected on the tools, if you like, so doing tasks and also working as a leader. And you can um, think about this in terms of also leadership development. So making sure that there's also time in there to work on yourself as a leader. So you've got um, working on yourself as a leader, being a leader, and maybe you also have some day-to-day tasks in your role as well. So in wrapping this all up in a little bit of a bow for you, I'll give you an idea how you could bring this all together. So in your first 90 days, your goals may look like to one, establish reset relationships, two, planning, planning out time, getting a planning method going and a rhythm, three, understanding your team, four, establish your mode of operating, five, create alignment with the team on the team goal, and six, uh, have check-ins, self-check-ins, 30, 60, and 90 days. Now, your intentions may be to only have one project at a time going as you're learning the job. Uh, Your intentions may be to get curious with um, everything around you your peers, your leader, your new team, and, and the tasks. And just get curious about how you're going to operate, what's going to work for you. So just even being intentional about be, having curiosity. These are just examples and could be uh, something that you set for your first 90 days. Well, that's, that's a wrap. And I hope this episode has helped you think about what you can do to set yourself up for success in your next leadership role or even today if you're in a leadership role is there something there you could bring new into that leadership or your very first leadership role so until next time have an awesome week